the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. What an interesting start today. So today we are going to be talking about the benefits of rest for your creative practice and also your creative spirit. And I am super excited about this because I need your input, Laura. <laughs> we have a very, very different approach to rest within our lives and without within our art practice. So um, today's episode will be quite interesting, I think, and because it will highlight those differences. And we have a few tips as well um, for you know different types of creatives and what rest might look for look like for you and how to fit a little bit more rest into your um, particular creative practice so yeah what's so what's your background because rest is a huge thing for you Laura um, and where did that how did that eventuate and come about yeah so I'm coming from a perspective of a person that has chronic illness and I have to manage my time very wisely and my energetic output. So some of the things that I say might not apply to everyone, but I feel like I've developed a whole heap of uh, tools and skills to really avoid that burnout, which I was experiencing when I was pushing my limits at the start of running my business um, and when I was running my screen printing business. So I burnt out quite quickly and I'd, I would have my health would flare up and my health just was not managed properly because I wasn't looking after myself. So it wasn't until like I went to hospital and had to like build myself back up after a serious bout of illness that I really made myself a priority and made that the foundation of my life. So really that self-care and looking after my energetic capacity and knowing my limits, that is the start. And then everything else in my life is built around that. So I'm not just actively responding to this and this and this. I actually have to think carefully about what projects and what commitments I take on. And that's because you hit, like you literally tested your boundaries, right? Like you literally got to that point. I think a lot of people talk about, you know, um, testing boundaries and pushing yourself to the limit and stuff, but perhaps it's when you actually get there that you realize, oh, yep, that's where it is, <laughs> and now I've got to look after myself. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's really it's um yeah, it's good that you can respect that now and see where that line is for you. And I've created a really beautiful life, and I'm doing some really exciting things. And yeah, I think that prioritizing my time and my energy has been a game changer for me. And I liken my energetic capacity like battery on a phone. So when when I spend time on a task or a project, it, it drains throughout the day. And if I haven't charged up or recharged or rest rested, then that's like plugging your charger in <laughs> to power up again, then there's like an energetic hangover the next day and then I'm flat on my back. So to maintain that like steady flow, I have to be really conscious about how many things that I put into my day and how many commitments I take on and 
yeah, just balancing it out. So I know for me, my capacity to work is around 15 hours a week and I'm very careful about how I spend that. And at the moment, my six hours is taken up by my client load and then the rest of that nine hours is um, this podcast and all of my admin in my art business and my other creative personal projects and things like that. Is this is this focus on rest something that comes into your work with your private clients as well? Do you try to help them to see um, what their needs are in that regard? Yeah, yeah. So I, I work with them for their energetic capacity. So um, some people it'll just be an hour and a half session. Some people it'll be a three-hour session. But we also like just don't go like full pelt like – and do, 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 like we do have time for like a morning tea. We do have a slow start to a session. Like I'll do low-impact creative projects with them. So starting off with the guided drawing and then we do a more active part of the session and then we allow time for rest. But then I'm also very conscious of their energy when they come to the art studio as well. Like so sometimes it's like really low-impact activities and then other days it's a little bit more active. So, yeah, it does relate into um, the sessions that I run as well. But, it, yeah, it's something that I have to prioritise because if I don't, then I can't function. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think for me, like, I know that I'm hitting a point when my self-care is low. So um, I'm probably picking up a little bit now, but, you know, when I start, I forget to have breakfast and when those sorts of things happen and I have late nights consistently, when that happens then I know, okay, all right, Roz, we're getting a little bit close to, like, being over the top, we've got to calm down um, and increase the um, yeah, increase the rest. So, yeah, it's diff- we're, we're different humans, but, um, yeah, it's really important, isn't it? The rest factor. Yeah, I mean, getting a good sleep is the foundation of everything, isn't it? It's. I agree with you. However, <laughs> I feel pretty beaten by it um, because I've got my two littlies, and I have to say they're fairly good compared to a lot of other stories that I hear. Um, but my one of my little ones comes into my bed every morning at about three ish. Um, so I, I like it's actually more important for me to go to bed early so that basically I've had the bulk of my sleep prior to 3 a.m. <laughs> and then um, I still sn- sort of sleep with her in the morning. So we still sleep. And then she's up and vertical at 5.30 and we're, we're rolling, you know, like it's so it's sleep, sleep, very tricky one. It is. And, you know, it looks different for everyone as well. And I know that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it it is um, tricky because well, I don't have kids yet, but yeah, managing your family and all of their like your little kids' sleep routines and things, but. you know, and meeting their needs as well as your needs. And you know, if they need to be in bed with you, some people would say that it's because they need that contact and they need the emotional reassurance, and then all the feelings around that you know, <laughs> um, and wanting to prioritize your sleep, but make sure their needs are met as well. So yeah, lots of balancing. And I think, like you're saying, I think it's important to know, you know, how much sleep you need as an individual, right? Because some people need way more, some people seem to need less. Um, and then working out ways to get close to that, you know, I think 
in some cases, you're just not going to completely get there. But how can you get closer towards achieving that amount of sleep and that amount of proper rest, you know, like deep body actually <laughs> sleeping and resting and recovering from the day? Yeah. So, Roz, as a mum, um is a tendency of a lack of me time and carving out that time to prioritise yourself. Did you want to um, speak to like ways that you're able to do that for yourself and what rest looks like to you in your life? Yeah, definitely. So um, I'm not sure if it's because of the mum part or just my personality, <laughs> um, but for me, my rest is still pretty active, um, but my rest um, is more about doing things that are not art related. So giving myself a rest from um, my art life. So um, spending time with different friends um, and going to new places, focusing on my children and being completely present with them, which I find I'm going to be a real person and say I find that really hard because I have such a busy mind. I'm always, my mind is always going, so it's quite hard for me to be present. Um, and on that, actually, if anyone's listening, listening who is a little bit like me, um, my little hack for that is to have um, a to-do list or just a piece of paper next to me, even when I'm with the kids, just so when I do have an idea or I remember something I needed to do, I can write it down and it just it, that then lifts off my shoulders and I, it helps me to be more present. It, sound, it sort of looks the opposite <laughs> because I'm writing down on a piece of paper whilst I'm with the kids, but it just means that. I'm not worrying about that and I can address that later um, properly when my attention can be actually on that task. So, yeah, so it's different in my world. Busy, busy. Um, yeah, I'm always going, but it's just going with something else. So doing something else helps helps to refuel me. Re-energize me? Mm -hmm. Refuel. Is yeah. that a word? <laughs> Am I making things up? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's um, you're recharging yourself. Like So just you're – Feeding your spirit, like you started off the conversation with, it's like your way to, yeah, re-energize yourself. This episode is sponsored by Roz Gervais' Art for the Heart membership, a beautiful membership for gorgeous creatives where you can discover how to make art that you love on the regular so you can experience the buzz that comes with having an awesome hidden talent painting art like a pro head to www.permissiontopaint.co stroke afh to learn more so we covered like being well rested and i mean sleep can be like a tough thing for some people but if we can move closer to that that would be amazing but for me i guess um i i need really low impact activities to recharge myself and rest and I've actually created like a little list of things or ideas if people can't think of ways that they're able to engage in their self-care or um, rest and what I do is I like to organize it like booking an appointment time for myself and I'll put a reminder on my phone just so I can allow myself to prioritize that within my day or weeks or things like that. So, I mean, taking time to write in a journal, I know that you found journaling quite helpful. Um, it doesn't take much physical energy. It's sitting down and just reflecting um, on what's happening for you. And 
that can be quite a nourishing practice for people and I feel like that feeds into your creative practice as well because that could be a place where you explore ideas and um, different concepts and really just flesh out the um, you know your mind and what's going on and it helps to center you and ground you and it helps you to move forward as well it's a time to sort of develop uh, concepts within your mind and follow uh, trails of inspiration. So journaling is amazing. For me, connecting with nature, of course. Um, and, like, these are all things that like we, we, know what, we know what to do to look after ourselves, but it's just sometimes those priorities shift and sometimes it can be, like, feelings of worthiness like like am, am I really worth it like um you know I've got all of these other responsibilities in my life and then so, sort of I'm last on the list but um I think it's really important to put yourself first because you know you've got to look after yourself and your health and these sorts of things avoiding these sorts of things can lead to burnout or something even more serious down the line so that was a little bit of a trail (laughs) off the list but yeah gentle walks in nature yoga and meditation drawing on your ipad or tablet just sitting on the couch taking five minutes and doing a little bit of drawing or pulling out uh, watercolors and and working in a little sketchbook um, spending time in your garden um, or out on the porch drinking a cup of tea Calling a good friend on the phone but with no agenda, so like no planning, um, you know, organising things. It's more just just chatting um, and listening to a guided meditation, relaxing in a warm bath. Um, and if you're really feeling quite burnt out, burnt out uh, making some time for a sleep in and if you've got kids, you might need to organise care from a partner or someone else to look after them but you know taking that that sleep and um really um catching up on the sleep uh reading a chapter of a book listening to some music and patting your pet I put in there um because that releases all the feel-good hormones and oxytocin and I love um you know our animals are so important and yeah just having that time just to chill out with them and it only takes a few minutes, 10 minutes um, or slowing down to focus on your breath and the deep valley breathing as well. There's some ideas. These are all such beautiful ideas, Laura. And you know what? I've learned this awesome thing um, a couple of years ago because I would hear all these great ideas and I'd be like, oh yes, I really need to do that journaling in the morning again. And oh yes, I really need to, you know, do yoga in the morning and start the day with mindfulness and meditation and all of that. Um, But then I would catch myself saying, but I can't, I have kids. And then I got this beautiful line back and it was amazing. It's really, really simple, but actually it's awesome. (laughs) It was, Roz, cool, you got to do it anyway. And it's so simple. And it's so true. So, yes, some of our listeners might have children. So, yes, you've got children, um, but that doesn't mean that you can't look after yourself. So, yes, you've got, you know, you want to do your journaling. So do it with the kids around and 
do it for five minutes, okay, rather maybe instead of 15 minutes, and it might be interrupted. You might have to make breakfast in the middle of it, okay? That's fine, but you still did it. I did yoga the other morning in my bedroom at 5.30 in the morning (laughs) when the kids were downstairs, but somehow they must have known that I was doing yoga because they were quickly running upstairs and then clambering over me whilst I was doing yoga, and I thought, well, it's okay. I'm doing it anyway. So (laughs) I think, you know, there's actually a lot of power in that. So yeah, just try not to, um, what's, you know, I guess give in to your barriers, if that makes sense. So try and, you know, choose something, choose one or two things from this gorgeous list um, and just do it anyway, no matter your situation. That's, That's my take on it anyway. You don't have to do it all. And just do what feels good to you. Like some people would recharge walking in nature and then some people might recharge just sitting on the couch with their iPad and doing drawing and doodling on on the iPad. So, yeah, it it looks different for for everyone. And, yeah, you don't have to incorporate all – I can't even – I don't even remember how many little examples that I gave – you don't have to do 10. You could probably just start with one and it's just more – this conversation is more about like prioritising yourself and, and finding the things that work for you uh, to help you recharge. So, I mean, for me, uh, slow mornings are important for me to function. So I need like sort of a slow start to the day um, and that really helps and – you know, another thing with my art practice is like lowering uh, my expectations of myself too. Um, like I scheduled some time to create new work for my exhibition, my solo exhibition, and I'd block out my days where I was available to make art. And some of the days were like a full day. But by lowering my expectations of myself, I made a commitment to myself Instead of showing up for like six hours of that day, I said to myself, well, if I could just go in and do like an hour and usually that spurred on to like more work, but if I could just give myself that time and, you know, it was an hour, like four days a week or something like that. Some days it was a good day, some days it was a bad day, but because I lowered my expectations of myself, like, I, the inner critic wasn't sort of rearing its head and I wasn't beating myself up for not being productive enough. And I think this like feeds into the conversation around hustle culture and achievement and, you know, really working high pa- like at a high pace and, yeah, just trying to hit all your goals uh, all at once. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I've, I wrote made some notes and I wrote down hustle mentality because I think we should probably have a separate um, exploration of this because I'm not resolved in my thinking around it. So because I'm quite high energy um, when it comes to my art life, I actually love the hustle. I feel energized by it because it's coming from a place of um, passion and excitement. I think maybe it's more about where that, for, for any individual, where that hustle comes from. I think maybe we're just workshopping this, everybody. (laughs) No (laughs) fully resolved ideas right here, right this second. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And for different personalities, like we were saying before, like you get energized by doing uh, activity and 
following a passion and following all the ideas and um and then for me I need breaks away. So, like, in terms of, like, creating artwork for exhibition, I felt like I was flawed and lazy because I needed long stretches of time without creating. And, like, I used to beat myself up because I'm like, well, you're an artist. You're supposed to be painting in the studio every day. And then I see all these people doing, like, art challenges that are, like, every single day. And I could never keep up with that creativity every single day but I realize now that I'm not that sort of creator like I am a different kind of artist and yeah I can show up when I'm needed to and I have a big goal that I want to hit and I have in the last couple of years I've, I've had two solo exhibitions and I've produced two new bodies of work and um, there was like a, quite a volume of work that I created but then I I had I had an energetic hangover from the first one and then I learned from that that oh actually I need that time that downtime to sort of rest recover um sort of navigate like what um that exhibition meant to me and then sort of percolate on my new ideas but you know before I came around to it like I thought I was a flawed creator or a flawed artist because I just was not creating all the time. And it just comes back to self-knowledge and also self-acceptance and self-kindness as well. So, you know, knowing who you are and accepting that and factoring that into your life in all of the different realms, you know. I think so many of us always have this image of um, the perfect artist or whatever else it is, perfect, the perfect mum or the perfect friend or the perfect daughter um, and then just, I don't know, where do they come from, these pretend images, movies or books or our imagination. <laughs> um, yeah. And then just I think realising that no, you're you and you have your own unique strengths and they're valid, I think, you know, that's a really, really powerful realisation. So how, how, how long did it take you to see that and to learn that about yourself? Well, it's that my personal growth journey around like that aspect and how I work best as an artist and figuring that all out. That's just been in like the last three years because I had, you know, two big solo exhibitions and I set like huge goals for myself to develop my work. I think it all came, it all stemmed from from that and realising like what my practice looked like and how I could be the most productive person like with my energetic limitations. Um, and then also, like, we've talk, touched on this so many times, we need to get a human design expert into it. Learning about my human design and um, how I am, like, as my um, my type and personality, um, which is a projector, that has hugely impacted how um, I work as an artist. But because I've, like, I'm 100% in my own practice now, so... Yeah, I've I've got like my client workload and then I've got my personal art practice. Um, I had to develop tools and skills to motivate myself and work as a creative practitioner because I didn't have a boss telling me what to do and I didn't have a structure. So I had to create my own work structure for myself. And yeah, I feel like that's a really cool topic for another time. We've we've mentioned <laughs> as well behind the scenes. Just um, it's some sort of a topic between uh, about artists and structure and organisation because 
I know uh, we've talked about this as well, but um, I can deliver on something when I have people requiring that. Okay, so that's all fine. Um, but when it comes to my own things, it's really easy for certain things to sort of you know slide um, because of, I don't know. It's funny, isn't it? Maybe it's. Do you think it's an artist thing, or do you think it's a um, small business thing, a solo business thing? Maybe it's both. Yeah, it could be, but it, it just could be like not prioritizing yourself I remember we talked a few weeks ago about like doing your own practice and I did make a commitment to do the um, guided drawing uh, every Friday and I haven't done it today because Ah. we're doing this podcast so you know like that was my commitment to myself and my personal practice and I've done it for two weeks and then this week it sort of slipped off the calendar and it's like oh okay if I'm wanting to make a new habit and if I'm wanting to like follow through on that commitment to myself, like I really need to make that the priority. So now we're talking about it. Once we get off this conversation, I'm going to fit it into my day somehow. <laughs> Good work. The same has happened actually here this week too because of all of my um, bauble orders. So it's it's such a it's such a funny business, isn't it? Like I think I'm still making art, but I'm making art with a purpose. Um, as opposed to art for myself. Um, and I think it's interesting how other people always seem to, you know, be further up in the, in the you know, what am I trying to say, priorities. <laughs> um, so if somebody yeah. else has ordered something from me or I'm making something for yeah. someone else as a gift, that always comes before my own stuff. And it sounds similar for you as well. Maybe it's yeah. because we're all, we're, I don't know, I don't know. Is it self-worth or is it self or is it kindness towards others? <laughs> yeah, it could be um, like whether you're like because obviously things come up in life and, you know, you have to restructure your weeks. So, yeah, placing importance on like shifting that into your calendar and, yeah, like whether that, that is a priority to you in your life at that point in time or not interesting things to sort of reflect on that might be like a journaling exercise sort of dig deeper I have taken notes for next time um, on all of these ideas that are popping up but I wanted to share one more thing um, one more of my insights if that's okay on rest Um, and that is the whole concept of negative space Um, so I believe in an artwork that I find enjoyable to look at that it needs to have negative space in it so it needs to have an area that is not busy um, an area that is still where my eyes can go and sort of rest and I realized this parallel to real life um, maybe about a year ago and relating to our topic today as well so I think it's really important to have that negative space in our life as well so time for rest whatever that bit might be so it might have been one of those awesome things from Laura's list or it could be something a bit more active like I was describing Um, but yes so if you can fit that sort of negative space into your life it allows the other things to shine more like focal points in an artwork see it's just it's amazing how it all sort of connects and I think that's why I love art is so much as well because there's so much learning outside like so many parallels beyond just making an artwork you know there's so much more to it yeah that's so true I love how you like connected that together like I think yeah that really resonates and I feel like making that negative space in your life uh is really important and I see how I'm how I'm doing that as well with my my extra blocks of rest 
for taking that time for myself. You're a master, Laura. One day, oh. one day I'll be more like you. But here you go, there you go. There's the self acceptance, right? So we're it's okay for us to be different people and to approach mm. our art lives differently. So there you go. I'll encourage you to yep. accept yourself and you can encourage me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're uniquely you. And then that's why I get so um, energized and inspired by you because you're, I always admire people that say they're going to do something and then they take action on it. Um, but then I've come to like a whole lot of acceptance within myself because I'm not that type of I'm not wired that way I'm not that type of person it's more of a slow burn and that's it and it's not that you can't do that but it's that you realize that that's not the best approach for you and who you are you know I think I think that's the thing is it's you know not seeing those things as short shortcomings is that the right word um and just seeing that that as just part of who you are and that's you know that's not negative or positive it's just fact basically you know that's all it is yeah yeah it is that self-acceptance piece and um Danielle Laporte has a quote it takes as long as it takes and I really like that for myself like as like a mantra or like a reminder that you know I'm playing the long game here I don't have to achieve all of the things and hit all of my goals right away. And that just allows me just to like really, you know, not rush and do too much and overload my plate, take up too many commitments. So, yeah. Beautiful. Do you have anything else to add? That's all. So, you know how I was saying to you, that when when I'm with my girls, I often have a piece of paper next to me. I'm doing the same. I'm doing the same here. <laughs> I'm just writing down as we're <laughs> as we're talking. No, nothing more to add. I'm writing down ideas for future podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's super exciting. Yeah, <laughs> multitasking. I can't help it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening today to our episode about the benefits of rest for your creative practice and your creative spirit. We are sure there were some awesome gems in there for you today because Laura had an amazing list of awesome things. And even if you're a busy human, I just would like you to pretty please say yes and allow one or two of those into your life, no matter your circumstances. Um, I also wanted to ask pretty please if you are listening on apple Podcasts, can you please leave us a review um we are a fairly new podcast and we'd love to grow our reach so that we can help more creatives on their journey so make sure you leave a review five stars for good karma and we'll talk to you in a fortnight thank you again bye (music) 